Day 26, Faith at Work, Part 2. Daniel 6, verses 25 to 28. Then King Darius wrote to those of every people, nation and language who live on the whole earth. May your prosperity abound. I issue a decree that in all my royal dominion, people must tremble in fear before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will never be destroyed and his dominion has no end. He rescues and delivers. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth, for he has rescued Daniel from the power of the lions. So Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius and the reign of Cyrus the Persian. This is the word of God. Earlier on our journey through the book of Daniel, we looked at how to integrate faith into the workplace. Let's consider the same theme again today. To begin with, it's important to really believe that God is interested in our work. With Darius's decree, Daniel brought about substantial societal change. This demonstrates that God cares about the everyday issues of governance in a broken world. Just because God intends to replace the current regime eventually doesn't mean that he doesn't care about making it more just, more fruitful, and more beautiful now. Sometimes, we don't engage with God in our work because we believe that our work doesn't seem important to God. But the question that the theology of Daniel presents the worker is, whose kingdom are you building? Daniel labored in both an earthly kingdom and in God's kingdom. His serving of pagan kings was his way of serving the king of kings. Secondly, we should believe that we are each called to be salt and light in our places of work. Jesus has commissioned us to take his taste and his light into this flavorless and colorless world and also into our own lives. Daniel was a fantastic example of what it means to be salt and light in our place of work. Jesus said, Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your God in heaven. Daniel's life in the marketplace achieved that end. Darius praised and commended the worthiness and reign of Daniel's God, as well as the reality of God's work in and through Daniel. With all of this in mind, we should seek to thrive in the marketplace too. Daniel prospered during the reign of Darius. As precarious and challenging as it was to be a man of faith in a godless setting, he found a way to apply his character, wisdom, faith and competencies to the common good of the Persian realm. Followers of Jesus should seek to go beyond merely surviving in our places of work to thriving there despite the inevitable difficulties on this path. We can be inspired by Daniel's faith and poise in the face of godless leaders and military, political, and even legislative setbacks. Fourthly, like Daniel, we should ask and anticipate God to show his power in our places of work. Many times in Daniel's career, God performed signs and wonders whether it was through gifts of prophecy, knowledge, or miraculous interventions. 
Of the 40 miracles recorded in the book of Acts, 39 happened outside of church meetings. It's clear the main place God wants to manifest his power is wherever his people are, including in the daily work-related challenges they find themselves in. Like Daniel, we should winsomely take a stand on things too. Darius's decree was the fourth time in the book of Daniel where a culture-changing decree was issued after Daniel or his friends took a stand on a select matter of conviction. Being faithful to God as well as being faithful to our responsibilities at work is possible, though not without challenges. We should give our loyalty to the people we work for, but never submit to any demands they might make that compromise our God-given values. When we do need to stand our ground, we should do so in the most respectful, courteous way possible. For starters, we should not impose Christian standards on others. We should only hold them to ourselves. Daniel let pagan people live like pagans, even while living his own godly life in full view. Also, Daniel chose his battles, knowing that if he put up a fight each and every time he was exposed to things that were incompatible with his faith, he would likely lose the war. Though he was determined not to sin, he still put up with much that was offensive to him. All in all, Daniel and his friends found a way, within a culture more resistant and oppressive than anything we face today, to stand for what was right in such a winsome way that kings, peasants, and an entire nation took note of the living God. Sixthly, we should seek to find support from other believers in the same field. We don't know at what point his friends passed away, but Daniel formed the habit early on in his career of meeting with three other believers for the purpose of mutual encouragement, prayer and guidance. Still today, it's a great idea for Christians to be part of a forum where they can share challenges, insights and support one another in the same field. Seventh, as we are faithful with the responsibility or influence entrusted to us, we tend to be given more. Throughout his career, we see Daniel getting promoted from one level of influence to another. Like the Apostle Paul, we should boast only with regard to the area of influence God has assigned to us and pray that our area of influence among you may be greatly enlarged. Eighth, we need to be prepared to work for difficult people. When we find ourselves working under an unkind or unwise superior, let's remember Daniel's first boss, Nebuchadnezzar, who served a demonic god, pillaged Jerusalem, destroyed Daniel's family, mocked God, and was often wrong-headed, big-headed, hot-headed, and ready to behead innocent people. Ninthly, we need to accept our assignment. Daniel had very little control over the many assignments he was given by wicked and often foolish leaders. Yet his bias was to assume that each job had come to him from the hand of God. He never took on a woe-is-me attitude. He did the very thing the Apostle Paul said he should always do in Galatians 6 verse 5. 2. Sink yourself into the work God has given you. Don't be impressed with yourself. 
Don't compare yourself with others. Each of you must take responsibility for doing the creative best you can with your own life. What about you? Which of the nine ways Daniel integrated his faith and work is most helpful in your efforts to do the same? Why not turn your reflections into prayer?